In this episode of KFP3, we're going to talk about bacterial infections. Um, so, there's a lot to go in through this. We'll start with TB. So, the diagnostic triad of TB is malaise, fever, and cough, and erythema nodosa, which is either TB or sarcoidosis. Features on history of TB are that you have malaise for a long time, often you know, travel to or living or from an endemic area, malaise, cough, weight loss, fever, and night sweats. Treatment of latent TBs with isoniazid, 300 megs daily for six to nine months. Types of TB are the primary infection and progressive primary infections, latent TB, post-primary extrapulmonary and miliary, but most of the time it's latent. Investigations in TB include um, MEN2 tests, quantiferon gold, chest x-ray, acid fast bacilli on the sputum MCS, sputum NAAT, lymph node biopsy and HIV studies, because HIV is a, or it's an AIDS, you know, part of the AIDS-defining illnesses, or AIDS indicator diseases. So features of history, uh, you'll have malaise, cough, weight loss, vague feeling of not feeling well, and exposure to history, uh, and you'll have erythema nodosum. So in terms of vaccinations for TB with the BCG vaccine, who gets it? So ATSI neonates in regions of high incidence, neonates born to patients with leprosy, children less than five traveling to high TB areas, neonates in households with immigrants recently arrived from TB areas, children less than 16 with continued exposure to TB patient and where isoniazid prophylaxis is contraindicated. Contraindications to BCG are if you have a TB reaction more than five millimeters, like a TST test, if you're immunocompromised, uh, high risk, HIV, got in there, I'm not sure if that's HIV, significant fever, generalized skin disease or pregnancy. Treatment of multi-drug resistant TB is with four TB drugs initially. So those drugs are rifampicin, isoniazid, which is 300 megs daily for six, nine months, perazinamide and ethambutol. Do that daily for two months and then drop it back to rifampicin and isoniazid daily for four months. Moving on to syphilis. So the features of primary syphilis are that you have a painless, punched out, clean chancre. Adjacent lymph node enlarges, which is, becomes firm and non-separating. This results in four weeks and moves on to latent syphilis. Features of secondary syphilis are that it's six to eight weeks since the primary infection. Have fever, headache, malaise, rash, which is symmetrical, generalized, coppery, red, maculopapular eruption on the face, trunk, palms, and soles. The rash is neither itchy nor tender. You can have condylomatolata, patchy alopecia, ulcers in mouth, pharynx, and mucus patches, and lymphadenopathy. With latent syphilis, you don't have any signs of disease, but you do have a positive serology. 
and the features of late syphilis are granulomas in any organ, particularly cardiovascular granulomas are bad, CNS granulomas are bad. Investigations for syphilis include a couple of tests that you need to remember. These are the VDRL test, which is useful for screening the RPR, the rapid plasma reagent, useful screening but not specific. And the FTA ABS test, which is sensitive and widely used. Moving on to effective endocarditis. The diagnostic triad is fever of unknown origin, cardiac murmur, and embolic phenomena. Risk factors for infective endocarditis include rheumatically abnormal valves, congenitally abnormal valves, mitral valve prolapse, calcified aortic valve, potential cardiac defects, prosthetic valves, IV drug use, and central venous catheters. The organisms responsible are strep viridans in 50%, staph aureus in 50% of acute form, strep bovis and enterococcus faecalis. Features of presentation are normally that you have a patient who's elderly, pale and ill, has intermittent fever, vague aches and pains and a febrile illness of one to two weeks. Investigations include blood culture, full blood count, ESR, anemia, proteinuria and urine, doing urine for microscopic hematuria, echocardiograph, chest x-ray and ECG, the treatment of Infective endocarditis is benzoyl penicillin 1.8 grams IV 4 hourly plus fluclox 2 grams IV 4 hourly plus gentamicin 4 to 6 megs per keg IV daily. Moving on to brucellosis. The diagnostic trial of brucellosis is malaise, headache, and undulant fever. It looks like chronic, looks like a FUO leading to chronic fatigue. So features of history are they have an insidious malaise, headache, weakness, undulant fever, with arthralgia, lymphadenopathy, and a major spinal tenderness. Complications are osteomyelitis, osteomyelitis, and endocarditis. Investigations of brucellosis are blood cultures of febrile and brucella agglutination tests at time zero and three weeks. Treatment of brucellosis is doxycycline, 100 megs BD, 6 weeks, plus rifampicin, 600 megs daily, 6 weeks, and eradicate the disease in the cattle. Leptospirosis. The diagnostic triad is abrupt fever and headache and acute arthritis. With some exposure to industry and dairy farmers. The features on history are, and normally has an incubation period of 3 to 20 days, are fever, chills, myalgia, severe headache, macular rash, and a light sensitive conjunctivitis. Complications of development to immune phase uh, is aseptic meningitis, jaundice, or nephritis. To investigate lepto, you look for higher rising antibody titers to lepto. The treatment of leptospirosis is doxycycline, 100 megs BD, 7 days. 
moving on to Lyme disease. It's caused by Ixodes ticks, resulting in Borrelia infection, Borrelia burgdorferi. The features of Lyme disease are erythema migraine, 6 centimeter donut at the bite site, and a flu-like illness. Stage 2 is neurologic problems and cardiac problems, and stage 3 is arthritis. Moving on to Listeria. So Listeria is caused by a bacteria called Listeria monocytogenes, and it's often found in food contamination. Features of presentation of Listeria are that you have a mild flu-like illness, food poisoning, infant meningitis, sepsis, or pneumonia. Investigations include MCS of the organism from the affected site and doing serological tests. Treatment of Listeria is amoxicillin, 1 gram TDS, 14 days. Moving on to tetanus, the cause is it's caused by Clostridium tetani and it's from exposure to dirt and rust. The features of tetanus are fever, malaise, headaches, trismus, rhesus sardonicus, sarconicus, sarcondicus, opisthonotinus, and spasms. Management of tetanus is tetanus antitoxin and tetanus immunoglobulin. Refer immediately and intubate and ventilate. Features of gas gangrene that's yeah, caused by Clostridium perfringens. It's a myonecrosis. You get a sudden onset swelling and pain in a contaminated wound with brownish serous exudate. Gas in the tissue on palpation or x-ray. Uh, prostration and systemic toxicity and shock. Treatment of gas gangrene is referred to surgeon and Ben Pen 2.4 megs, 2.4 grams, IV4 hourly plus clindamycin. Moving on to your atypical pneumonias. So the triad is fever, myalgia, headache, and non-productive cough. The features on history are fever, malaise, headache, minimal respiratory symptoms, non-productive cough, no signs on consolidation and chest x-ray, incompatible with clinical signs. Investigations would include chest x-ray, sputum MCS, full blood count and blood cultures. The bacteria that cause it are mycoplasma pneumoniae, legionella pneumophila, chlamydia cytokai, which causes psittacosis, and coxiella bonetti causing Q fever. Treatment of mycoplasma pneumonia is doxycycline 100 megs BDE 7 days or azithromycin 500 megs daily, 7 to 10 days. Or clorithromycin 500 megs BDE, 7 to 10 days. Treatment of Legionella is azithromycin 500 megs PO daily, 5 days. Or doxy 100 megs PO BDE, 14 days. The diagnostic triad for Q fever is fever, headache, and prostration. The causes of the Q fever are Coxiella bonetti from cattle exposure in abattoir, farming, and hunting. Features on history for Q fever are incubation, one to three weeks, sudden onset fevers and rigors, sudden onset myalgia, particular rash, and abdo pain. Complications of Q fever are pneumonia, endocarditis, hepatitis, and death. Investigations is to look at Q fever antibodies at time zero and three weeks and do a PCR. Management of Q fever is doxycycline 100 megs BD for 14 days and Q fever vaccine. Lastly, the features on history of psittacosis are fever, malaise, headache, 
myalgia, dry cough, minimal chest signs, splenomegaly, and history of working in a pet shop. Investigations would include chest X-ray and rising antibodies on serology. Treatment of psittacosis includes doxycycline, 100 megs BD, seven days, azithromycin, 500 megs daily, clarithromycin, 500 megs BD, all for seven to ten days.